Hey everyone, we're the Girlish Podcast. My name is Gage. And I'm Jay. We're two trans women of color who wanted to start a conversation. We wanted to provide insight into the transition process through our own unique perspectives. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. Today, we're going to be diving into episode 10, in which we talk about YouTube, differences between filming a podcast and being professional YouTubers, because that's what we were. Um, My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Jay. Hello, everyone. It's me, Jay. I'm really excited to kind of rant about this topic. Uh, We've been wanting to record this for a really long time, because a lot of you guys who are subscribers of our YouTube channel noticed we kind of just fell off the face of the earth with our YouTube channel. And we kind of want to explain why. We want to give like a really detailed answer on why YouTube hasn't been our primary focus lately and why we've been pushing this podcast so much. And I think, you know, there's a whole, this deserves a whole episode to talk about because there's a lot of like built up emotion around this, you know, choice. And it's definitely not an easy choice whenever, you know, we're fading off of something that we're pretty popular on. I mean, we're not the biggest YouTubers, but like I have 20, like 20,000 subscribers. Gage has like over 30. We're like doing, we were doing pretty well on it. And once we started this podcast, we did kind of start shifting our focus into, you know, what we wanted to, you know, do and how we wanted to showcase our story. And I think this is going to get really personal. And I think, you know, we'll talk about a lot that we feel like regarding the site, regarding um, just how we feel about making videos in general. So I think it's going to be a good topic and I'm excited to dive into it. Me too. Usually, like, we post on Instagram when we're asking questions for an upcoming episode. Um, And one of the comments on one of those posts was what kind of inspired this whole topic today. Um, So yeah, we're just going to kind of dive into that, talk about our experiences and how podcasting versus YouTube makes us feel. And also... Like you were saying, just like the politics of being on YouTube and the company itself and how they go about conducting business, which is not always the best way. So, yeah. Yeah. But before we start, we obviously want to give a little bit of, you know, an introduction kind of uh, conversation um, just so you guys can get to know us a little bit better. We don't like just jumping into a topic right off the bat. We want to talk about how our week's going or what's going on with our life because obviously our whole identity isn't based around our entire transition. We just want to give you a little bit of a background on us and just kind of show you, you know, our, our livelihoods, our, our life, things that we're up to, fun stuff. And you know, last week we talked about Love Island and it was a very heated conversation. It was, re- it was really fun. Honestly, I think that was my favorite podcast because we just both were so passionate about this one thing. And yeah. listening back, I just kept laughing. I listened to the podcast like two or three times just because like just that first 15 minutes, cause, just because I love that conversation. And it was just so funny. And I think it really showcased our personality. And that's what I really want like this first like 15 minutes to do on our show. Mm hmm. Um, so update everybody if you, you know, listen to the last one. They're making a U.S. version of Love Island. So this is your <laughs> chance. Like it's going to be on CBS in July. Again, this is not sponsored. I'm just a psychopath. So look into it if you want to watch it. You told me that and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my God. And I think CBS yeah. makes Big Brother. Yeah. And so, like, like Also, I didn't realize the show is literally five days a week. 
like it's not just a once a week thing it's literally like monday through friday and i'm like that's insane oh my god i need this oh wow i cannot wait that's that sounds so fun it's such a good show it's such a good app oh man i like how we're still talking about this (laughs) to be honest i actually had to stop playing the app recently just because i was like i spent a lot of time on it and it would just like put me episodes like back i would play like five episodes like one day and then I'd get off the app and then I'd open up my app and then it would said that I didn't play those episodes. And so I had to go through all of them again and I got so frustrated. I just kind of had to put the app away because I was like so mad about it. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, it doesn't matter. It was still a fun game and it meant something to me at the time. <laughs> I might still play it in the future, but right now I'm taking, you know, we're on a break, you know, it holds a special Talia. place in your heart though. <laughs> it does. It holds a special place in my heart and I'm still going to watch the show. But last week, whenever we were filming that episode, Gage got some crazy news. She um, like we, yes. yeah, we were filming, and Gage, um, her her man's texted her, and was like, "Do you want a cat?" And sent her a picture of a cat. And what happened, Gage? Yeah. So okay, to preface the story, my boyfriend hates cats. Like I would constantly like we've always wanted a dog for ever since we moved in together. But I was like is there any possibility that we could get a cat? And he was like, no, I hate cats. Fuck cats. I fucking hate them. So I was like, fine. And I kind of just came to the terms that I'm never going to get an animal unless it's a dog. So yeah, we were literally filming last week's episode and he texts me and he's like, do you want a cat? And sends me a picture of three kittens, which I almost lost my mind. And first of all, I was like, is this a prank? Are you choking like are you trying to trick me Let, get my hopes up for no reason I don't know what you're doing uh, and we kept going back and forth and eventually when he came home from work he brought a little baby with him and now I'm a mother and I'm just so happy and I love her and it's like funny to see how much he loves her too because like I said he hates cats but like you can tell it's like his little baby and I'm just so happy I love her Literally, you sent me the picture, and it, it's the cutest cat I've ever seen. I mean, aside from Fig, but yeah, like, honestly, I was like, oh, like her pattern is so pretty, and like she just like I don't when I saw her, I'm like, oh, she's gonna make such a good addition to your home. And yeah. it's funny because like Gage was like, we were talking when we were filming the podcast, and she was like telling me she was like, you know, like you know, like what can what do I do? Like what do I need? And so I was trying to help her, and then I felt like all the advice I gave her was completely out the window because your cat just did not act like the way fig acted and so like she was like telling me like what litter should i get and i get like pine litter because you know i just i like i think it's cleaner whenever i clean it and I, like the other litter is like a lot dirtier and fig just adapted to it really easily so i wasn't thinking anything and i was like just get pine litter but you said you had an issue right with that well it's just because like the owners that she previously had have been using a certain litter and i think she got used to it so we just have to slowly train her to use that one so we've been mixing it in with her old litter but I do agree I like the one that you suggested because it's a lot cleaner and like there's litter all over the bathroom because she jumps in there and like jumps out and it all Mm -hmm. flies everywhere so it wasn't a bad suggestion it's just she just has to get used to it 
Yeah, it definitely is probably going to be like a learning process. Plus, she's so small, and we got Fig. Fig was a, like a few months older than her whenever we got her, so she's still probably just adjusting. And I also, you asked me if she would like play with her shoes. You're like, I'm really worried because <laughs> oh like Russell, like your boyfriend is a sneakerhead, and she was like, I'm really worried, like he's going to play with the shoes. And I'm like, no, he won't do that, or she won't do that. The kitten's not going to do that because Fig like never did anything like that. Like sometimes she would play with like our cords, like her phone cords. But like not like only if we like enticed her, and then it's funny because like you were sending me pictures, and she was literally like in the shoes. Yeah, she's honestly like a crackhead. She is obsessed with shoes and shoelaces, which is why we named her Jordan after Air Jordan. Um, but like we have the shoe rack in our room, and it's probably I don't know ten levels high, and she goes up to like the seventh level and just chills around with the shoes, plays with the shoelaces. Sometimes she even falls asleep in there, just on a pair of shoes. So, yeah, she's obsessed with shoes, and her na- I think her name fits her perfectly. It's a really cute name. I love it. And uh, it's funny because Gage bought this, like, camera thing, and she, like, sends me pictures all the time whenever she's, like, in your bathroom. And, yeah. Like- like just a, like a camera to spy on her whenever she's gone and in the camera you see that you guys put shoes in there for her <laughs> and it's and it's so cute because like I don't know it just it makes me happy if that makes her happy then that's yeah really cute. I know I yeah we got her a camera because we sell a camera at work and I was like this is probably gonna be good for her so we posted it in the bathroom so whenever we're not home we usually put her in there and then I just watch her on my phone all day when I'm working and I'm not supposed to be but it's fine yeah, Gage got me like wanting to get the camera. And so I literally was like, I need this camera. And so Gage slid me her Amazon account. <laughs> and I like, I just like, like overnight shipped a camera to my, my house. It was only $25 too. And so like my girlfriend and I split it in half. And then today, all day at work, I just had my camera, like my phone set up to watch Fig from, <laughs> from work. And like the bitch didn't come to the room. She didn't come to the entire day. It wasn't until the last hour before like I was like coming home. She finally came to like a part of the room where you barely could fucking see her at. I was so mad. I was like, I, I just spent so much money. Well, it wasn't a lot of money, but I was like, I just spent this money so I can look at you and spy on you when you're not or when I'm not home. And but you're just going to hide from me the entire day. I was very hurt. But I mean, it's okay. I ended up seeing her and it was really cute and it makes me really happy. There's like a voice button where you can like talk to them like over it. Yeah. And I've, I didn't want to do it because I'm like, it's probably going to scare her and I don't want her like to think that I'm home and I'm not actually home. But I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to try it. And so I did it when I was at work. And then I felt so bad because she like looked up and she was like looking around and I'm like, oh, she probably thought that someone was coming inside or I was home and I don't know. Then she ended up going back to sleep, but I felt so bad. I was like, I can't, my baby. But you I'm very also, happy for the recommendation. Yeah. What were you, saying? you can also use that feature to scare Emily because Russell has done that to me multiple times. I'm just like in the bathroom and he's working and he just comes on the speaker and fucking starts yelling at me. I was at the gym and I, and I tried scaring um, Emily while I was at the gym, but um, she, I don't think she was in the room whenever I got the chance to, Uh-oh. but I was thinking about it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, we're both mothers, so that's. Oh, a I know good Fig has a sister now. Yeah, they're god sister or cousin. Yeah, or cousin. No, they're cousins. You want to call cousins is better. Yeah. I, I I love being Jordan's aunt. I know she loves her auntie. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her. 
Um, Emily and I are planning, Emily's my girlfriend. We're planning a trip to um, LA pretty soon. We want to go like, I want to go in September. I want to go during my birthday because I think it'd be fun to have a birthday like week there. And so I've been really considering it, but we're going to go sometime around then. I just need to save a little more money. I just came back from the dentist recently and they gave me like a $3,000 bill to fix my tooth which I'm not about paying. Like, yeah. I'm oh, it stressed me out so much because I've been trying to fix my tooth for like literally for like months or no, like it's been a few years now. I had a really bad cavity. The cavity got so bad. It turned like it started chipping away. And finally the tooth, the tooth got so like bad. I had to get it removed. And now I've been trying to get like a, a like a, a bridge basically to fill like the empty space with like a fake tooth. But it's going to cost me $3,000 to do it. And I got, even with insurance, I got so stressed out. I was like so upset. And, um, but luckily there's like a, uh, like a, not, uh, it's a temporary solution. That's like $300. So it's still a lot of money and I don't have it, but I'm going to like try and work to get it. So hopefully by next month I can get everything fixed and I can get my tooth fixed. Yeah. It sucks because the, the entire thing happened because like my mom didn't want to change my name on her insurance. And so, like, that's why I ended up getting so bad and I never got it fixed. And so, like, it's just, it makes me mad because now that I have insurance, it's still so much money. Mm-hmm. And so I've been dealing with that lately and that's been annoying. Yeah. I hate dealing with medical things. Like, now that we're adults, we have to pay for doctor visits, dentists. Like, I remember when I could just go to the dentist and not have to worry about anything because my parents took care of it. And now it's our duty to do it ourselves. Yeah, it's ridiculous too because after she gave me like $3,000 bill, she would like no hesitation. She was like, so are you going to sign up for a credit card today? And it's like, what? Like you didn't even like give me any other options. You didn't, you just gave me this bill and then expected me to just be able to pay for it. It's like no per, no sane person has $3,000. And it's like, I shouldn't have to destroy my credit or jeopardize my credit or put my credit through anything in order to fix my teeth. I don't know. It was frustrating because I'm like, like I've gone through so much just for the, over this one tooth and it's literally ruined my life the past few months. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just getting so mad. But finally, I'm just like, okay, I have this new job. I can get a little money by, you know, July. And then I have a new, another appointment and then I'll be able to do the temporary solution until maybe in the future I can like fully fix it if I ever stumble upon some more, you know, money. But for now, I think it'll work and it'll be fine. So I'm just trying to relax. I'm trying to read and I'm just trying to yeah. get through it. So everybody share and stream our podcast so we can get some money so Jay can pay for her teeth. Thank you. Exactly. You know, like just um, be a huge supporter of our show and just continue listening and just sharing with all of your your friends. Exactly. Oh, and also um, we've been wanting to implement like an ad break after this so, I mean, if you if you want to, we can jump into the ads and then jump straight into the topic. Yeah, sure. So, jumping straight into the topic of today, which is about YouTube. Um, like I was saying earlier, I posted a picture on my personal Instagram just asking for questions um, for last week's podcast, which was about relationships, advice, and all that type of stuff. And I got a few comments that honestly pissed me off. And it took me everything in my power to not respond rudely or delete the comments or be a bitch about it Um, because I kind of, in a way, understood where they were coming from because I did start on YouTube 
But at the same time, I think that was completely uncalled for. Um, so I'm just going to read the comments that I got. So the first one that made me the most mad was, girl, we watch you for your YouTube, not your podcast, but okay. And the second one was, I miss you on YouTube. Your podcast is okay, I guess. So like, I don't know. I think it's very obvious due to all the podcasts that we've been creating and the things that we've been saying that we are very passionate about this project. And when you're passionate about a project and the people that are your audience that you would think enjoy the content that you're putting out, say this type of stuff, it kind of gets to you. And it got to me a little bit because, you know, like doing this podcast has made me happier than I genuinely think YouTube ever did. And you would think like, as a supporter, you would continue following me and Jay, no matter what we do, whether it's a podcast, if we decided to become musicians or like literally whatever the fuck we wanted to do, you would hypothetically support us because you're a supporter. Um, But just hearing this kind of pissed me off a little bit. And I remember I sent you a screenshot and I was like, this fucking pisses me off. Yeah, you like sent it to me and like my like stomach like dropped a little bit when I saw that because I'm like, oh no, like I like my like, I don't want people to feel that way. And like it like and almost maybe because like I understand like like you said, like I really like understand in a sense because, you know, YouTube was like our like a primary thing, a big thing that we were pushing for a long time. It was like we made so much content. We opened our hearts up like on the on the channel. We really, you know we put a lot of time and effort into it. And so it's cool that to know that they've supported us and our channel and stuff like that. But you would think that they would want to support something like a podcast. The thing with like YouTube is that, you know, we can only make so many hormone update videos. We can only say, you know, the same thing like so much. And like when we're able, when we do this show, we do a show like a podcast it's it's different because there's both of us. We're able to do this literally long distance. We're able to make collaborate together. I'm literally in Gainesville. Gage is in LA right now. And we're making this episode and we're able to talk in depth about really personal things, things we've never discussed on our channel. And it's crazy to see that, you know, people like aren't seeing that because whenever we would make a video, whenever I would make a video, I know I would just, I kept saying the same things over and over again. And there's only so much that I can do like by myself, like creating like content. There's only so much I can say by myself, but with the podcast, especially with two people with different perspectives on things, we're able to, you know, collaborate. We're able to talk about things. We're able to discuss certain like details, certain stories and really go in depth, you know, show different perspective, offer different insight on certain topics and it's, we're able to bounce off each other. And so it was kind of upsetting because like I saw where they're coming from and a part of me like really like does wish that I could make videos, but I felt like something had to give with the amount of time that we've been putting into this show. And like you said, this show offers, I feel like a lot more than YouTube did. It just, it makes me so much happier. I'm able to come on here and just talk with a good friend of mine and I love it. And it's, and it's an hour long, like it's like, quadruple the amount of time my youtube videos are and so i don't know yeah um like when i read the comment the first time i was like maybe i should film a video today and 
like I kind of started to get ready. I got all my supplies. And then I realized like I don't want to make a YouTube video and I'm not going to force myself to make something that I don't want to do or that doesn't make me happy because I've never been the type of person on YouTube that will create content just to create it without actually being involved and interested in what I'm saying. Like there's so many videos that I'm sure both of us have that we've never released because we just weren't happy with how it looked and we didn't want to put that type of content out there. If it wasn't something that we wanted to do. And like you were saying, I feel like the podcast just offers so much more in terms of content and advice and personality than YouTube ever did. And like you did, like there's so many different ways that we can do a hormone update video and talk about the same thing over and over and over. And it just gets boring. And I feel like there's a part of YouTube that is strictly like superficial and for looks and appearances. Like I know for a fact there are subscribers of mine, probably hundreds, maybe even thousands that only watch me because they think I'm pretty. And I hate that. I hate feeling like the only reason that I have a following is because of the way that I look. And I hate that the only comments that I get are, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. Oh my God, I love your hair. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Like I want my comments to be, wow, I really love the way that you think. I love the perspective that you have. You're very educational. This helped me a lot. That, like That's the type of content that I want to create. And that's the type of feedback that we've been getting from the podcast. It's been only positive you know, we don't have video, a video component yet. So you can't see our faces. It's just people that are watching are strictly interested in what we have to say and who we are as people. And for me, that's a lot more rewarding because like I said, I'm not just a face that people like to see on a screen. Like I have a voice that actually means something and it matters and people are actually listening to me. Yeah. There's this sort of fetishization that like revolves around specifically trans women where it's like people all they care about is how we look our before and afters all they care about is is you know what hormones did for us and that's what they want to see and so it's kind of tough because i feel like there is a lot to unpack there's a lot of systemic issues that revolve around transitioning and being a trans woman that we want to talk about and when we take the fa- when we take our face out of the factor of it and it's just our voices, it's it's clearly like obvious that people are only watching us for how we look and how we present ourselves and to see, you know, the transformation. When we would make YouTube videos, I know for me, when I specifically make YouTube videos, I would get so many comments from people that are like, that are just like talking about like, doing horrible, like just think, doing like gross things. And like, they're just like fetishizing me. They're wanting to do like, they're saying like all these perverted things about me and my body, or they have so much insight. There's a lot of room for a lot of like trolls for people to just come on and say all this negative stuff about me. And then all I've, since we've, since we started the podcast, all the only comments I've seen have been the most supportive comments have been the most like sincere and nicest comments. We've honestly got like such incredible feedback from the show. And it's, it's clearly, it's obvious to see that like, you know, for a podcast, it takes more effort for people to listen. For a YouTube video, you can just click and comment and people do that. 
And so I feel like we have more of an engagement with their audience. We're able to talk and communicate more with the people that want to watch us. And that's so amazing. And it's so great because I feel so connected now. Before I was so disconnected, I would upload a video and I would just literally forget about it and not like, you know, think about it ever again. I wouldn't like check the comments because they would just upset me. I would see so many things that would upset me. The negative comments would really stick out. But now when I make this, you know, this this project that we both have, I'm so excited to see what pa- people have to say. Like I literally cried reading our iTunes reviews and we only had like two of them at the time, but it literally made me cry because I was like, wow, like people like are he- like are hearing us finally. I feel like, you know, we've kind of transcended that boundary of like our like our this visualness that we put on YouTube and we people are actually listening to us now. And that's really cool to see that like we're able to like make that difference. We're able to, you know, do what we wanted to do on our YouTube channel. It feels like we're we're able to do that more. We're able to help more with this show. Yeah. And I feel like that is a big reason as to why we both feel more gravitated towards the podcast is because just the way that people are reacting to it and going back to comments like I would get comments all the time from like chasers or weird people saying disgusting things like talking about my boyfriend talking about my family or my parents talking about my genitals like things that you as a person like should not be commenting to some random person online and even like supporters, like if I didn't do my hair right that day or if I didn't put on makeup, they're like, oh, you look tired. Your hair is messy. Like you look like you're losing weight. I can see your jawline. Like people literally say fucking rude ass shit like that. Like, wow, your shoulders are broader than I expected. Like that's not the type of thing that you want to hear every day. And I know like being a public figure, it's something that you have to get over. And I, for the most part, did. Um, I just personally at this point in my life would rather invest my time and energy into a project that I'm personally happy about and is getting a good response from the audience and also being supported by companies and brands that are actually supportive of the LGBT community and companies that push for us to get promoted or tell us that we're doing a great job and aren't afraid to tweet us out or put us on a feature page like those are the type of companies that I personally want to be affiliated with and I think we can both go into depth about our feelings towards YouTube not necessarily like the viewership but more so the corporation and the way that they handle business yeah definitely that that I think the corporation has such a shitty like system when dealing with LGBT um, related like videos specifically trans related videos like it's crazy to see that like i'll spend hours like hours of my day like getting ready making sure i don't feel dysphoric about the way that i look that day to sit down film a video having to go through it edit seeing myself again thinking do i sound too masculine and then deciding i do sound too masculine having to go refilm the same video and then editing again and then uploading it And then like, there's this whole process, hours of my time, I'll go into making one video, one 10 minute video, and I'll publish it just for it to get demonetized because I put trans in the title. It really, it's clear to see that 
YouTube doesn't even care about the community. They they treat us as like they otherize us. And it's and it's really obvious to see that. And it's not about the money. It's not about the fact that, you know, we're not making money on the videos that we post. It's just that it's the idea that that word so controversial, our identity is so controversial. Like that's what's bothering like me. That's why it's always been so hard is to know that like they'll just like demonetize our videos for no reason. And I can't tell you the amount of videos that that's happened to. Even I'll, I'll post a video and for months it's fine. And then one day I'll randomly look back and it's just demonetized for no reason. And then I'll, I'll like fight the, the monetization. I'll like rebuke it. And then it just all of a sudden, okay, again, like it, it doesn't make sense. The way that things work doesn't make sense. And it genuinely feels like the community is being targeted. Like I have a video on my channel that's like, it's literally, it's called I'm a lesbian. That's literally, that's, that's the title. And I've, I've tried, um, you know, requesting a manual review. They haven't reviewed it and it's still demonetized and it's been demonetized since I published it on September 13th, 2017. The, the thumbnail is literally a picture of me and my girlfriend and that's all that it's called. And in the video I was talking about how people, I assume, people assume that I'm a lesbian when, because I'm dating a girl and there's nothing provocative in it. There's nothing that requires it to be demonetized, but things like that get like true, like right off the bat, right when I post it, just taken down, it gets flagged. And the same goes for any time I like, it happened for a long time. There was a big problem where anytime I'd put MTF transition or um, transgender in the title, my videos would just get demonetized. And it was really frustrating. Yeah. Like the amount of hoops that we have to go through just to get published and actually get monetization on our videos is ridiculous. And it's not, it's really not about the money. Like obviously it is nice to be compensated for the work that you put out and the videos that you produce, but it's more of just the fact that demonetizing certain creators because they're trans, because they're gay, because they're a lesbian, basically is a company saying, we don't think that you're worthy of brands sponsoring you, basically. Like, we don't think that you should be eligible to be sponsored because of the way that you live your life, and we don't want to be controversial. That's basically what YouTube is saying. And, like, I literally have to, every time I posted a video, I would have to first put it on unlisted so it was public but you could only watch it if you had a specific link i would have to unlist it and then wait for them to demonetize me because they literally did that to every single video that i ever made even if i didn't add trans tags to my tags they still did it anyways so it was unlisted they would demonetize me i would have to dispute it send them an email saying hey my content is not not advertiser friendly and it would take them a couple of days to get back to me and manually review it and whether or not I could be demonetized or not was based off of their response. And like that's the type of thing that you have to go through if you're a person in the LGBT community who wants to create content on YouTube. It's not like, oh, I'm going to film a video, upload it, and everything's fine. Like there's so many different loopholes that you have to go through in order to get that done. And it's ridiculous. And recently, I want to talk about like the Steven Crowder incident with Carlos Maza, who is like a Vox editor. And basically he he's like harassing Carlos, who is queer 
and of Mexican descent and YouTube literally did nothing about the whole situation. They basically said, we don't like bullying, but what he said wasn't against our terms of services. He basically called him a lispy queer and said a bunch of homophobic and racist things about his race and sexuality, which are two of the things that YouTube apparently is supposed to protect people from and ban hate speech over. But I guess for some reason, I guess maybe because he has a bigger following and he has a lot of influence in the YouTube community, they just decided not to do anything. And that was during Pride Month. Like the last thing you want is a company like YouTube who has like rainbow flags and changes all of their profile pictures to the rainbow flag to support the LGBT community. That upsets me. Yeah. Like you have all of this stuff, like you have all this representation as being a queer friendly platform, but you literally let another creator basically bully another one, call him a lispy queer and make fun of his racial identity on the platform. And you do nothing about it. Like that, that doesn't make me want to create content. That makes me not want to use YouTube at all. It's, it's crazy because what a lot of people don't understand is that especially if, if, you know, we're smaller creators, both Gage and I, I would say are pretty, we're smaller when it comes to like, you know, the large scale of what YouTube is. Whenever we want to, whenever we want to upload a video and we want, you know, to want to try and make ourselves grow, I would like, there's been so many videos where I'm like, wow, this one's going to be the one that, you know, more people are going to watch. I'm going to get this many views, but then I'll post it. And it gets flagged, it gets demonetized. And that not only affects our monetization, that affects the viewership because that means YouTube is not pushing it out to other people to watch. And so when they do that, then that affects like the video as a whole. So once I once like a small creator posts a video and they like flag it, I'll I can't even rebut it because you need to have a thousand views within a span of a week for them to manually review it. And if you're a smaller creator, you can't reach that thousand views within a week. Or once it does happen within a week, then in order to, your video's already been up for a week and it's not going to get pushed once they do monetize it. So they just put you in this like trap, especially if you're a smaller creator. And it really, really, it really sucks, especially if you're trying to grow, if you're trying to spread a positive message about the transition, if you're trying to, you know, you know, tell your story you know, like doing what we're doing right now, if we try to do this on YouTube, it wouldn't pay off the same way it's paying off now. And like, it's so frustrating, frustrating to see that like YouTube is putting the pride flag as their thumbnail. It's like, when have you ever supported us? When have you ever shown that your, 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 your channel supports us? Yeah. And I think that's a reoccurring theme during pride month, every single fucking year. Like there's always big brand creators that change their profile pictures to a pride flag and once pride's over nothing happens they don't do anything to help the community they maybe post one picture and think that's going to solve anything and youtube is probably like the biggest company that is guilty of this like they do this every single year they say that they're so proud of their queer creators but every time time after time it never fails they never punish people for saying homophobic, transphobic, racist things. They completely demonetize queer creators to where they can't grow. And it's it's not, like I said, it's not really about the money. It's about the fact that when you're demonetized, you're also 
stifling the amount of viewership that you get, like you were saying earlier. So when you're demonetized, you're basically only being showcased to your own audience and there's no sense of growth there because they don't want to promote you if you are trans or talking about being in a gay relationship or lesbian relationship. It's just like, those are the things that kind of tell you that they don't really support us. And, you know, they can do all they want. They can tweet about how they are inclusive and have as many rainbows as they want to. But at the end of the day, through their actions, it's very clear that that's not how they actually feel. And they're more concerned about money and politics and not pissing off a certain group of people. And at the end of the day, the people in the LGBT community are the ones that kind of get the shitty end of the stick. Yeah. Um, they just, every time, like, this is, this is why the podcast has been so important, I think, for the both of us, because we have that that creative urge. We want to be able to help. We like to use our voice in like for good. And we, we want to be able to to you know say what we want to say and be able to address certain issues that specifically revolve our community but it just seems that youtube has just been proving time and time again that that its platform isn't where it it's just it's not where we need to be and so whenever we uploaded our first few podcasts it's just been really cool to see the support that we've been getting just because we've just been so open and that's why we really like it. It's a lot more fun to just film and record. I, I'll come home from work. I'm busted as fuck. I just, I take off all my clothes and I'm literally able to just sit down. I could be naked right now. You guys wouldn't know. And I, I could just sit down, record this, this podcast. And then we, I would just edit it. It takes me maybe like an hour to edit and then it's uploaded. And then I don't have to think about it again. And that's the greatest thing. Because I'm not worried about how I look. I'm not worried about what people are going to say. I'm not worried about what the platform's going to think. I just upload it and it's out there. And then we just get the best responses. Like it's just, it's like a good way to just be able to talk with a friend. And I'm just, I'm literally so happy filming this right now. And so like, you know, at the end of the day, like if even if people are upset that we're prioritizing this podcast more than our YouTube channel, I know for a fact that like this is making me happier and I'm so excited after we finish an episode, I, I'm like always like, what's the next one going to be? Cause like I, I'm legitimately looking forward to our next episode. Same. And it's just like a sense of joy in our lives to have this project that people like, and we genuinely enjoy doing. And it could be hard to find like that thing in your life that you really enjoy. And for a long time, I thought it was YouTube. And then I started to realize, like, maybe it isn't because a lot of different factors that we have been discussing. Um, and I've never had any of those feelings about the podcast at all. And it's just been so positive. And just going back to the support from, like, the platform that you're on, like, Spotify has been so kind to us. Apple Podcasts has been so kind to us. Like, every platform that we've used to create our podcast has like supported us and shown interest in our growth. And we literally have been doing this for a month. And I was on YouTube for, I've been on YouTube for three and a half years, almost four years and have 30,000 subscribers and they still literally give no shit about me. And for our podcast, we're still growing. We probably have like around 500 listeners, like on average. 
and these companies are still pushing for us and they believe in us and they're supporting our vision and that just gives you more incentive to keep going and to create with a platform and a company that wants to see you grow and isn't going to try and dance around politics and let people talk shit about you because they are scared of how it's going to impact their sales and the way that they can get money. So that's a really big thing for me too. It's just to be supportive and to be supported by pretty much everybody for this project is it makes it more worth it. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I mean, if people can't respect the fact that we're happier because we're, you know, filming because we're, um, I mean, because we're doing our podcast instead of filming a video, if people can see that like we're better off this way, then I, I just, I don't know what to say. They can just tune out. They don't have to listen to our, our podcast, but I think the show is important. And I think, I think specifically, you know, we're, we're diving into this like niche like topic. And I think it's important. I don't think there's many podcasts with trans women of color um, that are, that are doing this. And so I think it's so important that we do this. And I think we're, we're really, you know, starting and creating waves with this show. And so that's why I'm really, really happy to be doing this. And I'm going to continue to do this and not care what people think. And it doesn't mean that we're going to stop like posting on our YouTube channel. It doesn't mean we're never going to post another video again. But I think our priorities are different now because of this show. I think we want to continue putting as much time and effort as we can to help the show grow because we are so new. We are spending a lot of time trying to do what we can to make everyone hear our voice because I think we have a lot of good things to say. And I think in the future, we have a lot of greater things to say. And I, and I can't wait for those episodes. I can't wait to just, you know, grow. And it's cool to see the analytics of our podcast because it really seems like you guys are sharing, you guys are talking about it. More and more people are listening. It's literally like a line that's going like, like a clearly like positive slope of just the amount of people that are just continuously watching and listening. And we keep getting more and more every week. And it's so, it's, it's so satisfying and it, it makes my heart so happy. And the DMs, the comments that we get are so great. And yeah, but it doesn't mean at the end of the day, we're going to stop making YouTube videos. You know, maybe once we get more situated with our lives, maybe once this podcast, you know, picks off more, we can have more time in the future to make more YouTube videos. But for right now, I think clearly we're being shown a sign to continue this app this this show and to continue putting all of our time and effort into it and I think that's what we're doing right now and I think we're happy with that yeah and we're both like normal people we aren't strictly content creators or influencers youtubers podcasters we have jobs like I have a full-time job Jay has two jobs we both are busy we don't have time to like film YouTube videos and do Instagram and do a podcast. Like we, it's just unrealistic for us at this moment in time. So that's why we have been prioritizing the podcast because it makes us both happy. And like you were saying, it doesn't mean I'm not ever going to make a YouTube video again. Like I have, YouTube will always hold a special place in my heart. Like that's literally where we met each other. That's where I met Alice, which is one of my other best friends. So like YouTube did do a lot of good things for me and it's going to hold a special place in my heart. Um, I'm planning on getting surgeries and my biggest goal for YouTube was to document that, which I'm still going to do. 
So I'm not done. It's just like at this point in my life, I want to be focusing on the podcast because it makes me happy. And like I said, we're busy. And sometimes when you get off work, you just want to do something that makes you relax and something you enjoy and brings happiness to your life. And that's why we're doing this now. And yeah, I just, I don't want it to seem like I'm done with YouTube forever because I'm not. And I just want people to see that, you know, I'm focusing on a new project. And as a supporter, if you are unhappy with the fact that I have taken a break from YouTube to choose podcasting, I'm sorry. Like I, I would hope that the people that have been subscribed to me for years and have watched me evolve on YouTube would be supportive of a new business adventure that I'm going on. But if you're not, like I respect that and that's fine. Um, I just don't want it to seem like I'm like canceling YouTube or I'm officially done. Like obviously through what we've been saying, I'm upset, but that doesn't mean I'm done officially forever. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like I I'm like I'm planning a few trips in the future and I definitely want to be able to, you know, vlog those adventures. I want to be able to share the, you know, those times that I have. And when I meet Gage for the first time, I haven't met her in real life. I want to be able to document that. I yeah. think it'd be cool to have personally. And and I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to, you know, you know, the future of our channels, the future of our podcast. But I think right now our heart is really just so focused on this show and 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 i hope you guys can understand and it seems like a lot of you guys do we've been getting so much support on reddit we've been getting so much support on instagram um just literally everywhere and we might even start a youtube channel for the girlish podcast so you guys can listen who are like specifically youtube users who can listen on youtube like we want to continue using the platform we just want to you know clarify our anger for it and our anger towards like a lot and our frustration towards a lot of, you know, the policies and a lot of the, the things that it has, you know, done for our life. And so I, I think we're just, you know, frustrated and I think we're just trying to vent that. And I think that's what this whole point of the episode was today. Yeah, we do like my vision for the podcast is to be in like collaboration with YouTube. I want us to have this audio component where people can listen on Apple Podcasts or Anchor or Spotify, but I also want to have that video component, which just isn't possible right now because we live across the country. But like once that is a thing, like it's a possibility that we're going to have a YouTube channel or we will have a YouTube channel where we sit down and professionally film this and give you guys a visual component where you can watch us and see how we interact with each other. So like that's something that we have planned. It's just at this moment, it's not feasible because we don't live in the same city. So hopefully things will continue to trend the way that they are now um, that bring us together and we'll be able to add that new component um, that has YouTube footage and videos and stuff like that. So we do have things planned. It's just we're still new and we're trying to get our bearings and hopefully one day we'll have everything that we have dreamed for this podcast. Yeah. You know, my goal is just to give Fig a better life, you know, and I think now you, because you're yes, I have a daughter, you want to give I have her to the best for her. I need to be able to buy her designer collars and leashes and expensive play toys and all of that. So like I have to grind for it. Yeah. 
But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys can kind of get a sense of where we're coming from. I think, I think, I think you guys will. And I think a lot of, you know, creators can agree and feel the same way that we feel. It's it's definitely difficult being a creator that's part of the community because like it's hard finding companies that actually want to help. So I think we're in a good spot and I'm really just thankful for being able to make this episode today. Yeah. So with that being said, if you are a longtime subscriber of either of us and you're still listening to this podcast and you're still supporting us, thank you. It means a lot that you have kind of switched platforms with us and followed us to a different venture, but we're really thankful and hopefully one day we'll be able to return to YouTube. Um, but right now, this is where both of us want to be directing all of our creative energy towards. Um, so yeah, if you want to, you can follow us on Instagram, you can follow our personal accounts, or you can follow our podcast page, which is at Girlish Podcast. Um, like always, that's where we post a lot of personal pictures, synopsis of the episodes. You can give us feedback, um, just kind of get to know us a little bit better. Thank you guys for everything. And thank you guys for all the support. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll see you guys in the next episode of the Girlish Podcast. Bye. Bye.